This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be This is Dave Meltzer, CEO of Sports One Marketing, here with Entrepreneur, The Playbook. And what a blessing to be in this office with the originator of digital content of a CEO or an entrepreneur. I have studied you, and over the last year I've gotten to know you, and I don't know which one's better, but I'm here with the famous Gary Vee. Hey, everyone. And I brought a whole crowd. I apologize. I see, it's, it's incredible. I love it. <laughs> we filled your office. You roll deep. Really deep. Well, anyway, The Playbook you know, is a little bit different because I like to get into the inner workings of Gary Vee, the things okay. that, you're pretty open, so it's gonna be a little more difficult than usual, but I wanna get But you're catching stuff. me at a good time. I think I'm getting, I think I'm, t- to your point, I think I put out a lot, and I think I, I have a good sense of myself. Self-awareness is like my obsession, but, but I definitely feel, I feel like I'm getting even a, a step deeper lately, and so I think you're catching me at a good time. Well, I'm gonna give you a concept that I believe in. Please. Is, is vibration. Okay. So I believe that, the faster you vibe, you can only be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than you. Correct. And so I meditate to actually vibrate faster. And when I met you and I watched you, I know you're a high vibration guy. Are you conscious of your own vibration or is that something that, because that, I study it and work it, because I, I think awareness is the key to life, right? Whether go left or right, what to do, who to work with. But do you functionally look at that consciously? I think, you know? I think what happened is much like a lot of things that happened with me, which is it came natural and then I post-gamed and Monday morning quarterbacked it. And so over the last seven or eight years, I'm like, oh, this is what I was doing. Oh, this is how it's working. And then I think it becomes you know, momentum. And then I think the key is to make sure that you never become a caricature of yourself because then you're getting away from the natural part. So I think the thing, I'm spending a lot of time trying not to think about it. I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be, I don't want to be full of shit. I'm not like, oh, <laughs> what the hell is going on? I understand what's happening. I understand who I am and I understand. I'm spending almost no time digging deep into it because I feel like the more I make it part of what I pay attention to, the more I make this about myself, um, the more likely I'll lose all the good stuff that's coming out of it. Right, and one thing that struck me with you is we share a philosophy of elevate others and you elevate yourself and looking at your career, you know. I think my commitment to that is greater than any person I've ever met in my life. I mean that. And that's my commitment to life. Like I'm a person who wakes up in the morning and I pray that God puts 10 people in front of me that I can help. But that's what attracted me to you the most is, you know, the young guys were like, this guy's an amazing digital marketer, he's a media this. Well, you know what, I've been around big brands my whole life. But what really attracted is, we talked about this a little, we're in a competition to see who can do not only the most for each other, but the most for others. Yeah. And if more people got into that competition, what a great world this would be. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. And this, so you're, yeah, sorry, great interview. No, um. no, but I mean, I mean, no, no, I think that's exactly right, brother. I think, um, I, look, I think you have to be talented to be able to be great at it. It's awfully hard to give when you have nothing to give. I've come to realize, wow, that's right. I realized I was so talented, everything's a foregone conclusion, that I'm able to give more than I take because I don't need anything from anybody. I can get it myself. When you're self-fulfilling, you become super dangerous in the slang term of like, you've got all the leverage. Right, and you do see it as a ledger, right? You, you I look do. and see. And, 100%, and, and I think the key with me when I say I'm more of it than anybody I've ever met, I mean what I'm about to tell you. Nobody has ever disappointed me in my entire life. That's awesome. It's a really important like concept that I don't speak to a lot 
Nobody has ever let me down. Nobody has ever let me down, Dave. Nobody has ever let me is down. Is that self-actualizing or is it more forgiveness? No, it's actually neither. It's, uh, it's I have zero expectation of others. Really? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what I'm realizing is the purest form of giving without expectation. Like, I don't, eat, I don't give more to you than I give to your daughter because you have more to give to me back. It's just, that I look at you two the same. Except for it's, better looking. It, yes, but like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's a very weird game, man. Like, I equally think that Zucks can do as much for me as schmucks because I don't know how it all plays out. Right. But way more importantly, it's not even that strategic. I'm not looking for the other part. Yeah, and for I, I mean, this is real, detached. and I, I'm detached, detached brother. Totally. Like when we when we meet, right? Yeah. You meet me at an interesting point when we meet, which is I have a new baby called Vayner Sports, and you have a lot of leverage to give to me. Even in that moment, I can't get excited about the thought of like prid pro quo or like I'm gonna give to him because in two years he'll give. Like it just doesn't run through my mind. I don't want to meet anybody. Like I'm about to meet the amazing all-time Warren Moon. I'm gonna say one thing, which is. The 91 playoff game against the Jets really pissed me off, Warren. I don't want to be your friend. Like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be. God, I'm not a football it's not, player. It's not, it's a very weird game. It's, it's a strength and a weakness. It's why I also don't have mentors and have left a lot of opportunity on the table. Wow, no mentors. No mentors. Wow. See, that's where we differ, right? I believe to have three mentors at all time, people I get that it. I can learn from. I get not it. Not that I ask them from anything other than to learn and watch. So, because I consider you a mentor. Yeah, no, I've heard you. I haven't had that. I have your cell phone number. I don't call you and ask for advice. But when I say mentoring, I read your books, I watch you, you know, all of those. I'm a student of Gary Vee. Here's what I like about you, and here's where I think, at least from my perspective, he must have heard what I had to say. (laughs) We've, uh, I know, see, it's monstrous. Um, Yeah, man, I'm in a really weird spot where, like, and I'm really trying to figure it out. I think, the reason I like you, is I think everything I've just talked about for the last eight minutes, six minutes, four minutes, you're on the really good side of history on it. But I still think I'm in this other place that's very weird. I wish, and I got a very good sense for you, I wish I could take it all out of my body and you could read it. I, here's my intuition. You'd look at it and be like, ooh, okay, that is interesting. Because that's, I almost feel like I'm playing a game of chicken. Okay. Or. You know, like, I just know I'm right, but I'm doing nothing in any shape or form to make sure the right things happen. And it's not other reli- than the binary. But it's not religious. Like a lot of people tell you that it's faith-based, right? You're, is, like they trust in the universe or trust in God. See, that's a saying. I think, mine, say, right? I think mine's much more practical. Yeah. Which is, it just is the most. You know, it's funny. It's the most. It's the least faith and the most faith, which is, it's how human beings are wired. Yeah. Like fundamentally, blindly, every single time doing the right thing always works out. I'm in. It's just 100% gonna work. So an in- interesting thing, <laughs> detachment. Yes. And you and I are very goal-oriented, but we both are really detached. Like I, I have detached my happiness from any outcome. I'm an unraveling guy. And it, it gets easier as you get older. And so how do you empower a 17-year-old who doesn't have, I think you have a lot of life lessons behind there and you've watched things unraveled and you gain that patience and that detachment. How do you describe uh, to people detaching but being so driven? Because I am as well and I find it difficult to describe to people, hey, I've detached from an outcome. I don't want anything from any same thing, but how are you so driven? 
for me it's because you're in love with the process. I'm driven about the process, not the end result. Like, to me, I'm driven to play. You know what I feel, you know, I grew up my whole life wishing I was a Warren Moon. Yeah. Who we too. keep referencing, by the way, I don't know if we've <laughs> said too. it. Because he's watching, but, he's a big but, fan. But, I realized I got it way better. Because the thing he was most, not every athlete's most passionate. Just Vayner Sports becomes the number one sports agency, you'll realize how good you have. <laughs> well, that I understand, but like, it's like, look, if you're able to do what you want to do, what you were born to do, if you're, you know, I think the greats of anything were born to do it, realized it, and loved it. That's it. Because you can't do it any other way. Right, right. To be all time, you have to be born to do it, realize it, be self-aware that you've got some gift. Because right now, by the way, Warren Moon could be the greatest chef of all time. Close. So like, but you know what I mean? Yeah, is that yeah. true? Is it the food? He's a, he's oh, a really good so like, So maybe that's a bad, <laughs> painter. I want to use right. something he's painter. never done. He's not a good painter. Right? Yeah. I, I'm fascinated by that. Cause it's not only, cause by the way, I think I could have done a lot of things well. Right. I think I could be the number one sports announcer in the world. And by a long shot, by the way. Like the guy right now. But it was, you know, it's not necessarily what I wanted to do. I was aware of its ability. Nonetheless, born to do it, aware of it. And, uh, and then great at it, and, um, and, and just loving it, loving it. I love the process. I'm detached from everything because I've already won. My, the thing I'm emotional about is having the at-bat. Right. Now, I always say it's the consistent, persistent enjoyment of the pursuit of your potential, right? That pursuit. Yep. Where's your consistency as far as routine? Like everyone is always asking me, like, what's your, I wake up at four, I go to bed at 11. I, I have certain things I consistently do. Are there things that you consistently do every day? Yes, I put things in perspective. I, it's not Through about waking gratitude up. gratitude or? Yeah, I'm just kind of like, look, nobody died that I gave a fuck about today <laughs> and nobody, nobody got sick that I, you know, there's seven, eight, 10 people and like, that's it, man. That's my only true routine, that I keep that. I, you know how like with computer programs, there's like always a program running in the, like I used to call it Norton antivirus back in the early days, right? 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 Like it, I don't know <laughs> what programs now run. Like I guess all your apps are kind of weirdly I running. I Norton put out the virus you know? to put out the virus. Right, but like, you know, like yeah. there's something always running in the background. I think perspective driven by gratitude or filtered through gratitude is absolutely what I'm doing at all times. And that's the only thing I'm actually doing at all times. And I keep it that basic. There is no, I think waking up at four or meditating or all these things, they get too much into tactics for me. Yeah. I think they're great and I think they help people and I think tactics help people. It's just not where I'm most comfortable. It's maybe yeah. why I wasn't a good student. It's why a lot of my content, I have to force myself to create like the $1.80 strategy to show people what I'm doing. It's why I started documenting because I'm hoping people can learn by seeing it because I'm not good at getting it from out of my mouth, but I'm great at getting out of my mouth the blueprint. Like I can give you the blueprint and the tactics within the, within the macro. So you're kind of an emotional zen creature to me. Right. So because you have this perspective, you don't really give a shit, and that keeps you balanced. At a macro, and at a micro, I give a shit, it seems I give a shit about right. everything. Right, at a micro, you seem like right. you give, and you're emotional on the micro side. Micro, micro speed and macro patience. I believe in that tremendously. Yeah, and so if you get upset. Yes. How do you how do you get back to center? Easy. It's my fault, and yeah. I reset. Accountability. 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 Okay, that's simple. Fucking accountability. Like, what did I do to make this happen? Okay. Thank you. I, and what did I do to attract it to myself? And what am I supposed to learn from and it? Then, you take and it to then, that step. A hundred percent. And then also understanding I don't control everything. Like maybe it was a family. Maybe it was my business partner's best friend who manipulate, like there's a million things. Right. Like, well, you, you don't also, control everything. You're an, you believe in unraveling that the truth will come out. 
Yes, so, I'm a very big fan in the truth is undefeated. Yeah, it'll, it'll very, come. And so when things happen you know, in the micro, you, know you don't I, give a shit and, because and, you know eventually it'll honestly, clear itself. And honestly, and this is a key, I care more about my legacy than my current. So for example, I think a lot of people think about Christopher Columbus different today than they did even 25, 30 years ago. I think that's fascinating. I am fascinated that the current point of view on Christopher Columbus, even though for 500 years there was one point of view, blows my mind. Yeah. I'm interested in that. And it also depends on like what your purview is. Like life's interesting. Like the truth is undefeated. It's hard to hide. Yep. And obviously we're living through it in a big way right now with older white men of power, which is incredible because that is the alpha. And so that's resetting everything. But it goes deeper than that. Like I had the craziest conversation with somebody uh, two years ago about Martin Luther King. It was an African American woman who shit on him at scale because he cheated on his wife. And that mattered to her more than infidelity was a more important thing to her than civil rights. And I thought that was amazing. I'm like, Mazel tov. Like that's, right, your, that's, that's your framework. That's yeah. what. Like that's cool. Like I was sitting there listening. I'm like, this is super powerful. And more people should rejoice in that differentiation, right? Like, I think they don't take the chance to say, you know, what? that's their perspective. I can look at things without condition or judgment, like you do, and just have my own frequency. I have a question. How do you think people perceive you today? I think as of right this moment, more positively than I have over the last decade. I think over the last year to 18 months, I think there's been a bigger understanding that I'm not fly by night or charlatan or, you know, like. Shock jocker. You know, yeah, I feel like people are like, okay, there's a little more thoughtfulness there. A lot more people know who I am, so in the net, there's probably still a good amount of people who are like, Look, I'm very aware of my outward personality, which leads to cynicism and curiosity, and I'm very comfortable with that, but, but if you ask me, I'm excited about it because I do think I've taken some step in the direction of more substance than I think I had you know, three, four, seven, nine years ago, and you know, listen, I'm a human like anybody else, even though I don't care what anybody thinks, of course, you know, I equally, it's back to polar opposites. Yeah. So my intuition is, and now I'll be honest with you, I think at some level maybe even overcorrected. I think there's a lot of people under 30 who've really put me on a big time pedestal. You know, I'd like to think that I'm gonna come through on that pedestal they've put me on and that's my intuition. But I think, I think, I think most people struggle have the proper read. I think some people blindly have me on too big of a pedestal and I think a lot of people underestimate me. And so it's probably somewhere in between. But I feel, I feel nice about where I sit right now. You know, I do think that my kindness and who I am as a guy has gained a little momentum, which I'm really happy about. And that makes sense to me. That's back to the truth is undefeated. Right. The more that people actually get to know me, the more that that will get into the ecosystem, the more, I'll, I'll be honest with you, how, who I am as a dude, as a guy, really matters to me. I really obsess about being liked, not because of anything other than I think it's a great indication of my parents and my environment and I'm proud of them for it. I Look, I'll be, I'll be very frank about this. I think this is an interesting insight that may help somebody. I don't feel like I had a whole lot to do with me. Like so when people give me huge love or daps, right. the way it filters, like you, giving me daps as over the last year, admiration, good love. When you talk, right, I all I hear is, like in the Charlie Brown, meow, 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 oh, yeah. I hear like, 
Great wow. job, Sasha and Tamara. Nice. Great job, America's capitalistic entrepreneurial system. I don't hear, I didn't do it. Yep. Like, I didn't do it. Vayner Media, Vayner Sports, my children, I'm gonna be like, yo, I, and, and then when I do get gassed up about me, I think more about being the architect of Gary V as Gary Vaynerchuk than being Gary V. I've almost kind of pers- personaized them to me yeah. in my mind. I'm more proud that I'm the business, you know, media architect of my admiration and awareness than I am of the character playing it. Sure, I totally get that. Now, last question. Yeah. Who, if, if anything, right, you have this pleaser attitude. Yes. And, and these guys were big fans, all my guys were. And yes. the cool Your daughter too, Dally. Yeah, those two. But more importantly, you know, I studied you after I met you, so I only knew you as this kind guy. I see. So my my perspective of you was not from what other people had said or anything. It was just simply you were just so genuine and kind when I met you about a year ago. Yes. And so that's how I viewed that all was your a stick. Point. And so I saw shtick instead of that's you. Like when you do certain things to get people, you know, you like to you know what's funny? jab, jab, jab. You know what's or funny with the, sh- the sh- you yeah. know, like when the ca- like I don't know, like. Even in this interview, I'm a different version of myself than when we're like right. I'm like every like it's so interesting to me about like the shtick. Like yeah. I'm not doing it because I think it brings people. No. Like, you know, it just when a camera's on, I'm like fire. You know, there's three, four, I'm the five. Same way. Like I'm just my juices get flowing. I'm imagining. I'm using empathy to imagine who's consuming this. Right. I say the process, she gives me positive reinforcement and reacts well to it. I'm like, okay, good. Like, like the more positive reinforcement I get, like that's why when I'm on stage, I get to be the most extreme version because when fucking 3,000 people laugh at your fucking punchline of your fucking statement, that then feeds, and if you notice, there's something Bab and I have been talking about. I actually think this has really caught me. I don't think I start off most of my talks that well. I don't think I'm that great of a talker. My speeches get progressively better. Like a lot of times I come out because I don't think about it at all and I'm always cold. Like I'm like, you know how boxers, they always say didn't work up a sweat and they can get knocked out in the first round. I'm a very big boxing fan. Like a lot of times they talk about a dry boxer. He didn't get one. I feel like I, you know, I'm lucky that nobody can stop me from speaking because I feel like the hook could pull me out sometimes. Sometimes it's off to the races because I'm in the right zone. But there's a lot of talks. I would say two out of three talks. You agree? I come out a little cold and the first four or five minutes are a little clunky and like, it's almost like when you're trying to ride a bike and you're like, trying that first oh, two that. pedals, but then, but fucking, by the third quarter, like yeah. I'm off to the you're races. Channeling. So I think that's who I am in general. Like, you know, I just think I'm me always in every situation and guess what? You give me a lot of attention, I'm gonna become a bigger version of myself. And you know, it's funny when I speak, Bradley will either have me take a meeting right before so I get my juices flowing or he'll just piss me yeah, off like on right now, he'll off purposely this, piss no, me off. No, that's so interesting. Like right <laughs> now, like off of this interview, like I can go and give, like let's walk to Madison Square Garden, I'm ready to go. Right. Give me 20,000 people, <laughs> I'll go. All right, well, I know we're running out of time. You were amazing. Wish Thank everybody you. well. The great Gary V, this is Entrepreneur the Playbook. Hey podcast, it's Gary V. Super excited about another audio experience. This is a little bit more about music. Uh, go right now to Spotify. By the way, we need to put it on Apple Music too. Okay, good. Uh, please go to Spotify, maybe even Apple Music right now if my team can move fast before we post this on the podcast. Go to Spotify and search Monday to Monday, Monday to Monday. A song uh, was inspired by a meeting I had with Saba, uh, the incredible ar- artist Saba Pivot. Uh, 
uh, called Monday to Monday, but that's not what you're looking for, though you should listen to that song. You should scroll all the way down in the search in Spotify to playlists, and the first thing that will show up is my uh, Gary V Public Profile's playlist called Monday to Monday. Every Monday I update it with some of the old school classics like Lionel Richie and Diana Ross and Millie Vanilli and Bone Thugs and Harmony, but for a lot more of you, the far majority, 85-90% of it, is new stuff that I'm listening to, a lot of you ask because of Daily V, and just in general when I s- share on uh, social just my, uh, my thugged out music, <laughs> my hip hop culture. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, check it out. Go to Spotify right now, search Monday to Monday. I'm gonna give you a second right now because I know you're running. You can actually probably minimize the podcast right now. Open Spotify, search Monday to Monday, T-O Monday. Scroll all the way to the bottom, playlists. Follow that playlist and get straight fire every Monday morning.